0: You're listening to The Aligned Athlete with Rosie Mead, the podcast which shows you how to achieve alignment in training and lifestyle. This is the place to talk about enhancing your performance and taking inspired action whilst living a life you love. I'm your host, Rosie Mead, transformation coach and expert in mindset, rest, and recovery, and this is the Aligned Athlete podcast. and welcome to the show. I'm Rosie Mead, transformation and mindset coach, helping you to overcome overwhelm, get back time, enhance performance and live a life more aligned. If you've been following me on social media lately, you'll have seen that I've been really open about losing my mojo. I've been very keen to show all sides on social media. So not just the amazing high flying isn't life wonderful stuff, but also the times when I'm not feeling on top of my game. We're all human, right? And this happens and that is totally okay. I think it's really important that we talk about it more as well. But I found speaking with friends, family and clients, it seems that so many of us are feeling the same right now. So feeling flat or lacking our usual get up and go. Maybe it's a change in seasons, so it's getting much cooler here in the UK and our days continue to be grey. Or whether it's a knock-on effect of the last 18 months, But the general consensus is that we don't want to feel this way. And the good news is that we totally can change the way that we feel. It really is in our hands. So I'm going to turn to neuroscience to explain this a little bit more. Neurotransmitters are chemical messengers in the body. Their job is to transmit signals from nerve cells to target cells. Each neurotransmitter attaches to a different receptor. So for example, dopamine molecules attach to dopamine receptors. When they attach, this triggers an action in the target cells. After the neurotransmitters deliver their messages, the body then breaks down or recycles them. Don't worry, this isn't gonna be a full science lesson today. Dopamine is thought to be a key transmitter. So this is involved in almost every aspect of motivation. And the amygdala also has been shown to play a part. So this is an area of the brain that lies deep down in the limbic system and has a primary function of regulating emotions. So the next time that you find yourself in a slump, you can quite literally give your brain a helping hand to get your motivation going. Whilst we're in this funk, all we can probably want to do is eat crappy food, lie on the sofa, binge watch on Netflix and scroll through Facebook. But actually what you'll find is that this in turn turns into a cycle. So we feel crap and therefore we neglect our health and wellness, which then makes us feel worse and the cycle continues on and on. The only way that you can break this cycle is by taking action. I wanted to break out all the Austin Powers sayings on Tuesday this week when I finally felt like I was getting my mojo back. (laughs) This was a good four days of taking small steps each day to change the way I wanted to feel. Sometimes the change will happen immediately, so I find this happens um, during moments of listening to music. but then when I was in my the kind of latest funk, I'd find that I'd then go back to the feeling that I just couldn't be asked with anything. So it wasn't kind of a sustainable change. Um, but whilst other times you might find that it's it's not so immediate, it's a longer process. The key is really taking consistent and persistent action and it does pay off. You've got to trust me on this one. So I wanted to share with you in this episode some things that have really helped me over the last week and hopefully they might resonate with you as well. I would say save this information somewhere or make your own toolkit of ideas that you can draw upon when you're feeling lousy. Trust me when you're feeling low on motivation sometimes the last thing you want to do is trawl the internet looking for ways to improve your mood. If you're like me the moment you go online during one of these funks you'll start scrolling through Facebook and Instagram, start feeling jealous of all the people who appear to have their shit together and you'll start your own self-pity party. Don't go there, it sucks. (laughs) Instead, go grab your mojo toolkit and work your way through it. From now on, I'm gonna call it my mojo toolkit, it works. (laughs) So in no particular order, here are some ideas that you just might like to try. Number one, journaling. You can use journaling for a variety of reasons, and I will record an episode just on the power of journaling really soon. In terms of a motivation tool, a significant way of using a journal can be to write a daily gratitude list. So, my daughter talks about this a lot at school. She's only seven, but she talks about the attitude of gratitude, and it's so true. So, writing down three things that you're grateful for, and then writing specifically why. Likewise, you might want to start your day by filling out three simple statements. Today I want to feel. Today I want to give. Today I want to receive. So just filling out the blanks. Just this small act of writing down your intentions for the day mean that you're much more likely to take action to show up the way you want to show up in the world. The second one is vision making. So you're not feeling the way you want to feel right now. Let's look at shifting that and focusing on how you do want to feel. I think often it's very easy for us to focus on the negative emotions or the general feeling that we're getting that we don't want to feel. And we don't often then look at, but actually how how do we want to feel? What do we want to change? So vision making can be a great tool for this. And personally, it's one of my favorite activities. You can use meditation prompts for this or find a quiet space to yourself. Begin with some deep breaths. So I often do um, breathing in for four and then breathing out for eight and just slowing everything down. Then grab your pen and notebook, let your pen flow. Don't question it, just write. Think about things around like how do you see your best life? What are you doing? Who are you with? How are you feeling? Get really specific on it. What can you see, hear, feel, touch, taste? The brain can't distinguish between what's real and what's imagined. And so through neuroplasticity, we can actually rewire and prime our brain for possibility. It then means that you're much more aware of opportunities that resonate with your future self, how you want to live your life. These possibilities are already there, but they're easy to miss when we aren't clear on what we're looking for um, and then we understand kind of where we want to head. Listening to music. So as you know, this one is close to my heart. You probably feel in my voice, I just suddenly turned it up a notch because I'm really passionate about this one. When we're in a funk, it can be easy to turn to music that makes us feel the way we're feeling right now, rather than the way we actually want to feel. So I'll give you an example on this. When I lost my mojo last week, I'm gonna keep saying mojo and every time it will make me think of Austin Powers. But when I lost it last week, I really felt like I had a lack of purpose. I was grumpy with a friend for not replying to messages, pot, meat, kettle. I kind of really turned inwards and not in a good way. If you're familiar with the drama triangle, I was really playing the victim role. I call this side of me Avril, as in Avril Levine. So Avril came out. She felt the whole world was against her. Life was unfair, foot stomping stuff. I listened to music from my teenage years, the stuff that I would listen to shut away in my room, feeling all these teen angst feelings. This included Avril Lavigne, naturally. Evanescence, the Erasmus, Blink-182, Linkin Park, and also some new music, which seems to take me right back to these teen feelings as well, which that in itself is fascinating. So Olivia Rodrigo, her album Sour, and Baby Queen. I can't remember. Uh, baby queens album uh, the yearbook (laughs) Uh, those two albums are they're brand new ones but take me back to kind of teen angst feelings the result of listening to this kind of music meant that i just stayed in a crappy mood although i must admit it began kind of feeling strangely good wallowing in this self-pity fest but this soon became the first thing to change I forced myself to turn to positive music, listening to stuff that I know helps keep me in a positive mood. For me, this includes things like 90s Brit um, dance music, disco, and Tropical House. Guaranteed to pick me up, and it did. You'll have heard me use the term be your own DJ, and it's exactly this. You can't control outside situations, but what you can control is how you respond to it. You can choose to let your inner Avril take over, or you can decide to move away from that and step into a higher frequency. And one way to do that is through the music that you listen to. And this kind of leads me to my next point which is about faking it till you make it. Now this phrase might make you cringe but in certain circumstances it just makes sense. Remember earlier I said the brain doesn't distinguish from what's real and what's imagined? Well this is where faking it till you make it comes in. This doesn't mean that you can't be your authentic self. I am 100% passionate about all of us being our authentic self. But if you want to be someone who has a great morning routine, feels motivated and energised, then you're going to have to take that first step. Otherwise, motivation doesn't just magically appear. Start your day with a smile, set an alarm, count to five and stand up. I know what you really want to do is snuggle under the covers, but just try it. So your alarm goes off in the morning, you take a deep breath maybe, you count to five, you stand up, stretch, look yourself in the mirror, which again, not many of us probably want to do in the morning, and smile. You probably aren't going to feel it, but that small act of smiling could just be a kickstarter to your motivation for the day. The next one is dancing. Now, I know that I might be an exception. I love to dance all the time. Any opportunity to dance, I'm there. And recently, I've discovered that I don't even need booze to do this. Go figure. It might be cringy, the kind of the idea of dancing, but going back to fake it till you make it, dancing can be a great way to do this. For one, you're bound to put on some great music in order to get you dancing. I mean, I love dancing, but I don't dance to crap music. It's just never gonna happen. I've got to feel it. So pop on some music guaranteed to get you dancing. Turn it up, let your body go, feel the beat, let yourself feel wild. Close the curtains if you're worried about your neighbours or just go with the flow and give them some entertainment. Let yourself just go. This one probably will bring an instant feeling of joy and energy once you get over any uncomfortable feelings or awkwardness. That's okay. It's totally normal. It's something that changes as you do this practice more often. Fake it till you make it. Number six is all around setting goals. So when we write goals, um, choose a maximum of three that you want to focus on for 90 days. Break this down into small manageable chunks, even just what you're going to do in the next week to get you closer to your goals. If we have a sense of purpose and fulfillment which can often come from goal setting we're likely to feel motivated to take inspired action to get us closer to our dreams goal setting turns dreams into a reality and that's pretty exciting number seven get clear on how you want to feel i know that i talk about this one a lot but getting clear on how you want to feel is so so important not only do you want to chase the goals that you set But you also want to get clear on the way that you want to feel every single day and chase this. Choose one area of your life to begin with, whether that's work, relationships, spirituality, health and fitness, and choose three words to describe how you want to feel. Try them on. Write them down on your phone as a reminder throughout the day. Check in. Are you feeling the way that you want to feel? If the answer is no then take time to look at actions that you can take right now to feel the way you want to feel. I absolutely love this because it's not dependent on some goal that you may or may not obtain in the future, this is in the here and now. What can you do right now to get you feeling the way that you want to feel? Number eight, watch inspiring talks or listen to podcasts. When we're listening to or watching inspiring people, we can't help but feel inspired ourselves. At the moment, I'm listening to Brendan Bouchard's book, High Performance Habits, for probably the fifth time. And I'm also listening to the High Performance Podcast with Jake Humphrey and Damian Lewis. Every time I listen to this podcast, I go away with a sense of inspiration, enthusiasm and passion to go out and make a difference in the world. I can't really describe it, but I definitely recommend listening to it. Likewise, I can get the same feeling from TED Talks. It's all about being inspired by others, by feeling their energy, and also through learning, we can then support our own self-growth and feelings of personal development. As a self-confessed learning junkie, this one is huge for me. Over the past week, I've delved deep into podcasts, videos and courses to really lift me out of this funk, and it's worked. Number nine, get out into nature. It might feel like the last thing we want to do when we've lost our drive and enthusiasm, especially when the weather's pants, but getting out in fresh air, whether that's going for a run, cycled, or just getting out for a walk, can be enormously beneficial for our mind and body. It's a great way to boost creativity and creative ideas as well by getting the oxygen flowing, can help to release endorphins, helping us feel good, can dramatically reduce fatigue and increase, uh, increase blood flow in the brain. Why not combine it with listening to a podcast or some music or taking the time to do your visualisations? Two birds, one stone. The final one is spending time with people who, who lift you up. There's a saying that you are the sum of the five people you spend the most time with. Think carefully about those that fill you with positive energy, that are a joy to be around spend time with them whether physically in the same space or make time for a phone call with them rather than messaging god that feels old school doesn't it when you're in a funk the worst thing you can do is spend time around others who are experiencing negativity and projecting negative energy especially if you're an empath like me steer clear of drama like you have a force field around you energy drainers are not what you need right now I'm conscious that this might sound incredibly harsh, but for this moment, while you're getting your mojo on track, you need to focus on you. Surround yourself with positivity, feel inspired by others, and get your energy and motivation back up. I hope that you found these tips useful. I know personally, they've really helped me over the last week. These are, of course, only a handful of ideas based on my own experience. I'd really love to hear what you turn to when you're feeling flat and when you're lacking mojo. I hope you have a wonderful week and I will catch you next time. Thank you for listening to the Aligned Athlete Podcast with Rosie Mead. If you've liked this episode, why not join my free Facebook community? Check out the Aligned Athlete Club Let's get you feeling aligned in both training and lifestyle and living a life you love.